here, there, and everywhere. SAFM 105.6 FM in Palaborwa. So we all know that um, the rollout of Spectrum has been an issue back and forth, back and forth in this country. Manda Ngobo is an entrepreneur, founder of Accelerate Technologies. You may recognize the name. Yes, he was with government. He's penned something really, really interesting. And he's saying the lack of certainty around policy is partly why we are where we are and many other things as well, especially because he was in government and really understands why we are where we are today. Manda is on the line with us this afternoon. Good afternoon. Hi, hi to you and your listeners. How are you guys well? I'm well, thank you. And, and thank you for bringing this to our attention because what you're saying, Mandla, is that in light of, in as much as the president very recently has boasted about how, you know, as a country we are ready to, to gear ourselves up for doing more business with the world, there are issues like our ICT that are lagging behind. Yeah, so 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 that's correct. Um, just a point of correction. So I, there's a Mandla Ngobo was with government. I'm Mandla uh, Accelerate Technology. So I've I've been private sector pretty much all my all, all, oh, all my career. Oh, you know, career. in fact, when we spoke with with my <laughs> colleagues, I thought, did you move from government to start your own thing? So I apologize. So you're obviously no a different person. You're definitely yes. a different person. Yes. Okay. Yes. So yes. your assessment of the situation, Mandla, you take it back to a couple of years. You're saying part of the yeah. issue here is that government has never been clear on their policies. No, 100%. So, and, and, and I think in all aspects where we have seen this, and we've, we, we've, we, we, we've seen it being a stumbling block, especially when it comes to innovation. I mean, you, you, I, I don't know if you'll remember a case against Altec mm. and our late minister, Ivy, um, for years. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. So, I mean, that was quite a big case. And at the point where it was awarded that, MNOs. Um, I want to, you know, let's FNOs. just, for those who, who are not familiar with the case, Manda, let's just take it back. Altrick at the, at the time were yeah. really asking that they become part of the supply chain of, of, of fiber or, or connectivity 100%. of sort. Yeah. 100%. So, I mean, I think it, it, it evolved around telecom being a protected monopoly mm-hmm. where you couldn't lay your own fiber infrastructure in the ground. You had to go through telecom essentially mm-hmm. lease at whatever price they, they dictated. Mm-hmm. You know, and and, 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 and and if you looked at the industry at the time, it had, it had evolved to a point where the technology was there for any operator with the right license to self-provide. So that's really what the essence of this of this case was, mm-hmm. being able to self-provide big and put fiber in the ground and charge a, a tier different to what is dictated by telecom. I'll take, I remember it winning that case, but, you know, the minister went back um, to, to challenge that again. Yeah, so 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 Altec won it, but there was then um, you know at the time where it was it it, it it was time to launch, there was there was another challenge which also stipulated that we still had to go through through telecom for the leasing of the lines, and I think it, it, it's not just that. So there was also a case around Seacom and Easy. Mm-hmm. The, you know you would mm-hmm. you would remember that when Seacom landed in South Africa, we then started seeing significant price cuts on international transit. There was also another intervention where, you know, our, 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 our policies attempted to, to, to stifle the growth there. But, um, you know, and, and I mean, uh, you know, the, 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 
the perseverance of the local market and us winning those challenges have now led to the to, to the incredible incredibly cheap prices that we see around broadband in in South Africa. Yeah, but we've got still some way to go, right? So that's the one element, their success there. But we still want Spectrum to be rolled out as well. No, 100%. So so what we've done really well now, um, and I mean, to a certain extent, in partnership with, with our government, although in some instances we've, we've had to sort of force their hand, so is we've been able to get connectivity to the high LSM type areas. So, mm. you know, what we call our tier one type areas. Yeah. And you'll see now, if you go around Sentinel, you'll find that mm. the road has been dug five, you know, six times, mm-hmm. different operators. The prices are really, really competitive. Mm. However, with, with the rollout of, of, of broadband through, 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 um, wireless, um, you know, technologies, is it really takes it to the next level now where I don't have to worry about the cost of printing from here to Kuruman, for example, because I can just be my wireless link. But for me to be able to do that, I need wireless spectrum. And and wh- what do you think is behind the delays? So th- there have been technical reasons why this has not happened between ICASA yeah. and, and so on. So in your in your in your perspective, why do you think we are where we are? So there's a number of reasons. I think there's there's certain selfish interests that are obviously for, you know, it's being allocated to call it to their factions. There's also the issue around understanding how we're going to commercialize this thing because because it is fairly new and, 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 and there's a lot of proposed models around how the government will commercialize and, and essentially monetize monetize spectrum. There's also a camp that roots for it being made open access. So you, mm-hmm. you so you essentially get a loan which mm-hmm. controls the spectrum and it allocates it to various commercial partners mm-hmm. at whatever rate. So it could be a combination of commercial versus what is looked what is looked at as empowering um, empowering initiatives. You know, mm-hmm. looking at at the small SMEs that are trying to break into the space, much like what happened with fiber. Surely, if other countries have been able to to roll this out, you know, it's not rocket science. It's not like we are coming up with absolutely um, you know new models of financing this, are we? Well, to a certain extent, yes, but but we must also also acknowledge the you know that, that that South Africa, as much as many people would like to make it believe that we are lagging in in in, in many aspects, we we are at the forefront um, on some of these innovations. So I'll talk about prepaid, for example. You know, being one of an authentically South African product that mm-hmm. was exported. So so even with this as well, I, I, I think one thing we do really well is we don't just look at how other countries have done it. We look at what is best for South Africa. Of course, there's going to be competing interests. However, you know, we still look at what is the right model for South Africa because we are unique. So in, in how America has done it, it will be very different to how we do it mm-hmm. because of our landscape, because of distribution, spending power, and, and a lot of other things. So it's not really... A, a simple exercise of just lifting up the templates from, let's say, Brazil and then implementing it and expecting it to work. Um, so, so, so we what, sort what, of have to... Yeah. What model is likely to work here, in your view? It'll definitely be a combination. So, you know, so there's, there's what, what, is sought, 
what is sought after your 3.5 gigahertz, I think that's going to go to the highest bidder. Mm-hmm. And um, and and to a certain extent, I mean, it's 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 not a it's not a bad thing because they have the the, the ability to roll out networks at a speed that none of uh, you know, the SMMEs can even government to a certain extent. Yeah. Just, just, just sheer cost that's involved. Mm. But, but coupled with that is we're going to see the spectrum that's currently being used by the by the television. So, so the sub gigahertz, your 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 seven hundred megahertz, likely being um, you know issued to an entity like the one, which would then look at how this is disseminated to empower right so mm-hmm. so so to SMME. so i mean so to empower in that in that bracket you're going to be looking also at telco mobile so the so the smaller players but also the likes of us accelerate technologies the guys that are new in the, in the in the connectivity space mm-hmm. now taking part in 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 beaming connectivity across the nation so it'll definitely be a combination Manda, let's just take a quick break and i'm also going to invite callers in on 011-714-2006 um, as well as whatsapp notes on 0614-104-107 i'll be back with more after this at SFM Radio and at Pimelo Mutile on Twitter. I'm in discussion with Mandla Ngobo, entrepreneur and founder of Accelerate Technologies. And we're just really discussing more than anything, um, something that he wants to highlight is the the rollout of, of Spectrum in the country and its delays. We, we Many of us, I think, know about these delays. I think they've been, what I think somebody said 14 years, Mandla. I mean, what's your count? Yeah, <laughs> what's your no, count? It's, yeah it's, it's been, I mean, if you think about it, I think we, 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 we're nearing 20 years oh, since this was discussed. The delay, we, we were meant to have finalized the rollout initially uh, November 2011. So, the, so we essentially 10 years late. You know, you spoke about how different interests, um, you know, stand to benefit from the maybe not even the rollout itself, the delay. And maybe unpack it for those who really don't understand. Who, who stands to benefit from the delay of this uh, rollout? So essentially, so maybe let's talk about the delay first and then yeah. we can talk about the various factions. So in terms of the delay, if you look at the fact that there's only, let's say, five players right now who have the ability or have secured enough spectrum to provide nationally low cost or let's just call it broadband internet access. Mm-hmm. When you take that and you open it up, to the 150 Mm -hmm. odd ISPs that Mm -hmm. are currently that you'll find on the fiber infrastructure because I can tell you now all of those guys will want to climb on board this open access wireless network Yeah. so so they will be competing with Accelerate yourselves for instance and then so the pie is a little bit smaller 100% 100%. so I mean we've seen guys that have done really really well under lockdown because of the provisional emergency access to spectrum I mean, the likes mm. of Rain have mm. done really, really well. Um, you know, I think Southsea and the smaller players who were, who were allowed access to Spectrum, which, which, which otherwise would have had to be, would have had to have been auctioned. They jumped on board and, and they really made, uh, made, uh, you know, significant gains through that. So the longer, you know, that is protected, the the better it is it is it is for the select few i really was convinced manta that we, very soon we would be talking about the beginning of the auction or something we we are back here again where that's another delay there's been another delay recently when do you think yeah. this will be all over 
Well, look, between the court cases, I mean, you know, even now there's still a discussion around, yes. you know, who is tier one? You know, do we mm-hmm. do we classify um, MTN as tier one? Is telecom part of tier? So I, I think for as long as the the there is fuel to fund the legal battles, you know, it'll be at the cost, unfortunately, uh, of the South Africans, uh, 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 South Africans benefiting. How, how, how do you see this particular, the latest uh, court case? In your view, what's really going on there between the telcos? So it, it, it's purely just around classification. Yeah. If I classify you as a particular tier, mm-hmm. so if I say if I if I say to you you're already big enough, so you don't need the spectrum yes. that's really going to leapfrog you to the next level, yes. is we then count you out. Yeah. We'll say to you, okay, you can wait until we free up the spectrum mm-hmm. that's currently occupied by by um by televisions. Mm-hmm. So of course you can vote for the spectrum and you can win. But the time it'll take for you to be able to roll out your services on that spectrum is still going to be delayed because, we, because we'll still have to wait until people have been migrated essentially from that spectrum. And if you do it before that happens, then you're risking interference on, 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 on that specific um, spectrum. So everyone is gunning for 3.5 gigahertz, which is essentially you know, a vacant uh, for all intents and purposes spectrum right now. And, and the classification is, is what will dictate who is allowed access to what we would call the golden highway? Mm. And and again, I'm asking you a very tricky question. When do you think it will all be over? Uh, <laughs> that look, particular I'm, court case. Yeah. So if, if I, I, I wouldn't want to speculate, but but if I were to be hopeful, I think another 24 months wow. should really take us to because we've seen the benefit mm. when. COVID when when they, the, the emergency access was granted. 100%, 100%. So now it's at that point where it's just a question of, you know, let's um, even, even we may even see a scenario where in the midst of yeah. the activity around the courts, there is some allowance. Some allowance. Mm. Yeah. So, I mean, that sounds good to me. Uh, I don't know if you, as what you're calling yourself a small player, it encourages, you know, are you encouraged by the development? So... I am definitely looking forward to being able to provide our services and not being limited mm-hmm. to fiber infrastructure, but being able to take it across 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 South Africa. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and, and that's purely because of the value that I think we have to offer to the market. Low yeah. cost connectivity. We speak the language that people understand. So, you know, we, we so we're not about the jargon. So I'm really keen to see that happening because it really takes access to the next level, you know, where we just we demystify this whole internet connectivity concept and make people realize the benefits that are around it, especially in the midst of, um, you know, this uh, um, COVID, which, 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 which has necessitated people thinking outside the box, you know, around how, you know, just around um, sustainability. Mm-hmm. You know, th- there is the, the auction that is likely to happen, and then there is the infrastructure rollout. Will that take too long? So, in in the scenario where there is a combination, yes, it shouldn't take too long because, like in my mind, uh, being the government, so the one is definitely, mm-hmm. I think, gonna gonna go ahead. It's just a question of how it's implemented. But you will find funding models behind the infrastructure that's required to make that happen. I mean, government had attempted in the past via Centec to roll out. I think it was called My Wireless, whatever, wireless broadband. 
Um, you know, but but there's various funding models, and you find OEMs that are that are really willing to come to the party. Obviously, you 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 just have to be cautious around 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 the constructs that are that are entered into. But they're willing to come to the party and say, look, we'll give you infrastructure. Let's look at funding models for these things, and then we and we're talking long term models. You know, 25 years. So I think that would enable rapid rollout in terms of infrastructure. Now, in terms of in terms of the auction itself. They are out of my depth. I, I I I wouldn't know how long you know that 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 specific process would take. But I mean, uh, looking at the, the not the desire, the hunger from the from the operators, I I think that once it's been decided that this is the model, I think it it should progress swiftly. Mm-hmm. And and maybe I'm trying to get to for the person who is living in rural South Africa. What does that actually mean? When will they see the light of day for this? We know that, you know, we've had some some areas where, particularly sure. for television broadcasting purposes, there have been some some pilot projects and so on, but they, yeah. they remain pilot projects. When will South Africans start realizing the benefit of, of Spectrum rollout? I think it'll be gradual. In my mind, I think it'll be it'll be it'll be gradual and it'll be in phases. So I'd say probably in the next sixty months or the next five years we'll see ISPs get into the space, ISPs partner with OEMs to be able to fund things like the CPEs that are required because with with you know, with once you have access to the spectrum, you need a device that's gonna be that's attached. It. That's on it. the other end, and mm. it will be able to receive the signal. So mm. now, you know, enters a discussion around how do we fund it? Because if you look at the at the current cost model, so if you talk about the TV white space uh, trial that Microsoft entered into, those things were very expensive. Mm-hmm. You know, an average user couldn't just go and procure that, mm. and especially if you're targeting low LSM type mm. uh, setups. You mm. know, it's not. But but again, enters the discussion of. As, a, as an ISP, how do you partner with an OAM to look at funding models, which, you know, we, also, we're not... In, yeah, go on. That also, I guess, accommodates the scarcity of, of the population because you, you're not dealing mm. with hundreds and thousands of people. Some areas yeah. are very, um, you know, there aren't many people there. No, 100%. But if you if you, if you you go back to when we, we saw cell phones or, you know... Um, uh, 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 telecommunications or in form of cell phones where we had those containers mm-hmm. where people would come and aggregate. So mm-hmm. it's essentially, mm. it might take a similar shape where mm. you'll find an entrepreneur mm. in a, 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 a particular setting being able to procure the CPE and people coming, but it still brings it closer, right? Because ultimately that's what, that's what the goal is, 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 is to take connectivity to the people so that I don't spend time and money going to submit a CV. If I can get it closer, if it's by 10 kilometers, then that, then, that, then that's still a win. So that's why I'm saying I think it'll be gradual. And then the next phase of it is once you get the OEMs who are able to manufacture the CTEs and integrate them into the devices that we use, like the cell phones, like, mm. the, like the laptops, mm. then we're going to see the next wave really that's going to empower you know, the masses to get on board. Um, to get on board. Uh, yeah. 
When we come back, I want us to talk about the, the, the realistic cost to the end user. Um, sure. Once all of this happens, you know, are we, are we dreaming up something that's not likely possible or will it really be a fundamental shift from where we are? Mandlang Mobo is an entrepreneur and founder of Excellent Technologies. We're discussing the rollout of Spectrum in the country and its delays. One thirty. let's go to Utsila. Life Happens with Pimelo Mutine on SAFM, leading the conversation. Uh, Pimelo, um, it's very clear that uh, the government of uh, the day is uh, derailing us uh, uh, in terms of our progress as a country because of their lack of decisiveness. I mean, it's not only ICT, it's also, you know, your land issue, your NHI. Now the fact is, you know, these policies are just sitting on their desks and gathering dust, dust and are not being um, decided upon and implemented delays us uh, quite a great deal. But I wanted to ask uh, your guest there, I mean, as a layman out in the streets of Alex, how is this uh, affecting me as it were? How, how am I going to benefit and how is it... Uh, basically affecting my day-to-day life, you know, this whole um, ICT issue. Pirin Alex, thank you. Good afternoon, Pamela and your guest. Whilst ex-president Jacob Zuma was in power, I've, I've forgotten the name of the uh, communications minister. She was uh, so bold to enforce that the new uh, telecommunication things you're talking about comes into effect. Even she also introduced the, the rollout of the new satellite dishes to be distributed freely. But the moment uh, there was a change of governance, then it's like all these things went behind. So my question is, why can't we involve the current Minister of Communication, uh, Mrs. Stella Abrahams, to also hear her side of the story as to how fast or keen she is to switch us onto the new uh, this thing, telecommunication spectrum. Because it's very pathetic that whenever there is load shedding, most of us, we don't even get network coverage on our various phones. It's very pathetic that we are experiencing this in 2021. It's Bramoro in Bloemfontein. We're discussing the rollout of Spectrum. Uh, Mandla Ngobo is my guest, entrepreneur and founder of Accelerate Technologies. Let's start with the latter. Mandla, um, your your response to the question around the minister's attitude to the rollout? Yeah, so I, must, I would need to be very careful on this one. But, uh, you know, I, I think all the, the ministers, or rather the... Uh, the 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 recent ministers we've had have have been pro the migration. Um, how, uh, but I do think that there's there's a there's a a bigger consideration here where even even they are limited or rather the influence that that um, you know that is exact, exerted on them is 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 to the extent that there's only so much that they can do. Um, I, I mean, if you if you listen to and you attend these conferences that are that are held, you hear that there is a real agency around. There's a real agency around the issue, but it's just puzzling why you don't see progressing. So I I, I am one of the people that would be very interested in hearing 
maybe her point of view on this, given how long we've been talking about it and given the fact that it's almost now 10 years and we're still talking about this and we're still back and forth, you know, with um, with court cases. So, yeah, I mean, I'd, 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 I'd also be very, very interested. Let's talk about, you know, how this affects um, the person who's sitting at home. Piri and Alex were saying, well, how will this affect me? We hear that it will mean that, you know, number one, there is access um, and better access, more efficient access, quicker access. The cost? Yeah, so, and and, and that's really what it is. I think um, we need to understand that on average right now, given a choice between a loaf of bread or data bundles, most South Africans go for data bundles. And and it speaks to the need for access. So if I can reduce that cost to the extent that you can be more creative with your render, with your dollar, instead of spending it on data, now you're looking at how you can start that, um, call it an, not an internet cafe, because I think the, 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 the uh, time for that has passed. But things like if you look at, at South Africa, for example, I don't see why we can't have a booming call center in Alex that is able to provide services to the rest of the world. And uh, given our positioning as South Africa and the fact that a vast majority of our residents are very fluent in English, we see these call centers booming in 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 um you know in in in, in Cape Town CBD, in uh, in and around Sentin, Rivonia. But there's no reason why, other than access, right now, there's no reason why we can't have those things in the township. <laughs> Be- because obviously there will be more reliable connectivity. One hundred percent. So I mean, it really it has to get to a point where not only is it reliable, but it must be unlimited. Mm. It must be fast. And uh, because really, when you start when you start looking at at, at opening up our um, call it skill sets to the rest of to the rest of the not only the continent but the world, is we have got to have connectivity that competes at that level. Mm. I can't be offline if there's load shedding and I'm running a critical cost center that has got SLAs. Let's call it. You and know, then stuff. suddenly stuff stuff stops working because there 100%. is load shedding. Let's talk about the the cost to me. To me, as the end user, what difference will it make to my my pocket? You said it will be um, drastically changed. Just realistically, what does that look like? So what it looks like now, and I think we may have gotten a hint of it with the offering that came from Rain, the 250 unlimited internet, Although, mm. I mean, it's got its issues at the moment, and mm. it's just purely because of, of capacity. And, uh, but, it, it, but, but, but really, that's where we then start to go, where I can give you unlimited internet connectivity and you only give me maybe 100 or 200 rands, which is very so, different to what's happening now. So, so, so the current model that you're talking about now reigns. And on, on whose infrastructure are they doing this? So luckily, Rain has got a. Uh, its history is it comes from uh, WPS, oh. and they had procured Spectrum back then. I think oh. uh, some of you might remember the company IPES. So it's really just refarming or rather commercializing the commercialization got of you. Spectrum. And and so, what is the trouble with the connectivity now? What what is hampering? Is it is it you capacity. know capacity? 
is it capacity? Yeah, the demand it, the, it, the demand outweighs what they're able to to roll out. Okay, hundred percent. I think it, it was just, it's a question of biting 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 a little bit more than one can chew mm-hmm. with the anticipation that you know there's uh, technology is going to catch up, but that hasn't really that hasn't really worked out so well. Um, you also you want know, to test the market, right? I mean, you know, oh, yeah. how many people are going to buy? You don't know if you no, know, millions and billions of people are going to buy. Yeah. So you you take your chances. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, right. so that's on the one side of it, but there's also a cost to the to the end user, right? Because mm-hmm. if you want this technology, you must have uh, the ability to receive it. So, you know, and 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 and, and at, at the moment, obviously, just just sheer economies of scale is it's 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 uh, yeah, it's a bit prohibitive at the moment. It's been wonderful talking to you, Mandla. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And we do apologize for confusing you with the other Mandla in government. <laughs> no worries, no worries. I appreciate the call. Thank you, Mandla Ngobo, entrepreneur and founder of Accelerate. And the, the, that's how you spell it with uh, R-I-T at the end, Accelerate Technologies. And uh, his take on why it's taking so long for us to see the spectrum.